can you say your name? But I'm gonna say today we're gonna be talking about good. everyone uh happy sunday and welcome to grace talk my name is lady maisha williams and i am pastor williams and today we're going to be talking about who is your enemy uh, we're going to be uh discussing what are some things that um behind the things that we go through whether they're seen and, and unseen and so uh we're going to jump into the first question who is your enemy Amen. That's a good question. Who is your enemy? Actually, we just did this. I uh, just preached this um, sermon um, week before last. And then um, uh, evangelist David Boynes, he followed up on, on a sermon today. Um, who is the enemy is a great question. Most times um, as believers, um, we find ourselves struggling in um, and actually living for Christ. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, yeah, God is a he's a good God. He, he's he, you know, he's done a lot of things. He's died on the cross, but I'm still being defeated, you know. That we don't necessarily know. Who the real enemy is that's um, true you have a lot of a lot of believers are non-believers really but just represent believers who don't know who the enemy is right and you know and a lot of things we say um we we like to say um the enemy we have haters and, and you know the devil this and um but who is the enemy and why is that important for a believer to know is a question that we will kind of tackle today hopefully this would shed some light on some of the things that we go through in our christian walk and um so we're going to get right into it you asked the question already who is the enemy and i would say um according to um scripture um in the book of Isaiah, I believe it's in um, chapter 14, and you can go from 2 all the way to 17, and talks about uh, the devil, Lucifer. Um, it talks about how he fell from uh, heaven uh, because of his um, appetite for power, his pride, um, his vanity. And um, in his fall, he had uh, convinced a third of the angels to follow him. And, um, and they, they uh, I guess you, you started a coup and, and the sovereign God, Jehovah said, I'm having none of this. And so he banished them from heaven and, um, and, and sent him here. And the enemy is Lucifer. He is the enemy here, um, and he is, 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 they call him the prince of the air here. And um, he is the, the true enemy. 
And wow, I already knew that, brother. Yeah, and I and I get it. And if we really know that, when we really know that we have one enemy, well, well, then we can focus in and learn who he is and learn how to battle him, fight him, so that our Christian walk would be that much easier. And, and so we can see things a little bit clearer. But um, to answer that question, who is the enemy? Um, in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 and 12, it talks about us not wrestling. Um, actually, I'm going to read it. For we uh, do not wrestle against flesh and blood, um, but against uh, principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places or high places. And so the Bible um, directly and exclusively tells us that we don't fight against flesh and blood, right? This is not about uh, the people across the street or your, your hating cousin or, your, you know, um, this is about principalities. Principalities, in short, is simply um, angels in rank, or um, how can I say uh, better? Um, the order of angels. Like if we had uh, an army and they had different tiers and ranks, the angels, um, fallen angels, um, principalities in this case means the order of fallen angels. Let me ask you just one question on that. So going back to where you're saying we can't, we don't battle against flesh and blood. So you, so in essence, you were saying like, if I have a coworker who's trying to, you know, scandalize my name, uh, trying to lie on me, you know, false accusations. So you saying that that's, that's the enemy. It, yeah. It's not, you can't look at things in other words, basically you have to look at it from your spiritual eyes and not your natural eyes. It's not the person in themselves, but who they being influenced by. Exactly. I mean, because, I mean, it's so easy to look at, you know, a person physically and try to go at it physically. And that, that person probably don't even understand why they're doing what they're doing. So you will never get any understanding um, trying to understand why a person does what they do is um, demonic influence. And that's just basically what the word is telling us. It says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, meaning the order of the ranks of, of demonic um, forces. And it says against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, people that have had um, family generation after generation um, been influenced by the devil and it just continues and continues. You're fighting against those things, against spiritual, a spiritual host of wickedness in high places. So it is just like um, in this case that the enemy would be Satan and Satan um, has his minions. The same way we are believers and, and we will do whatever God is asking us to do um, because of our faith. We'll listen to the Holy Spirit and be led and go do the work of God pushing the kingdom of God forward. Well, you have in the 
in the opposite realm, in darkness, you have Lucifer, uh, Satan. You have Satan and his fallen angels doing whatever he uh, instructs them to do. And um, and and that's how that that is the enemy, Satan, and his um, his demons, basically. Right. Well, speaking of demons, can you go into a little bit more about for those that may not know what is a demon? Again, they're fallen angels. They were uh, created beings by God. They fell from God's good graces. And they were under strong delusion by the devil. Um, he, he, you know, the devil is cunning. And um, at one point um, in heaven, uh, Lucifer, the Bible says he was one of the most beautiful, creative things there was. And, and so um, they, they all listened to him. He, he had position. He had power there and, and uh, influence. But it was a created position, right? I mean, God created him and allowed him to be in that position. And he was so cunning and so striking and so uh, mesmerizing that a third of the angels um, rebelled against God. And so, um, and now they, they followed him um, because of expulsion from heaven to this world to continue um, to do the enemy's bidding. And so demons, that's what demons are. They're, they're his, his men, his foot soldiers. So I'm just trying to see how to segue into this part. What what does it mean to be, for a person to be, I know you, you talked earlier about somebody being, could be influenced, right? That it's not necessarily the person, but who they've been influenced by. So can, uh, let's talk a little bit more about what it means to be Two, two different things here. There is um, demon possession, being possessed by a demon, and there is demon oppression. And, and those are two different things. So let's, let's just talk a little bit about um, demon possession, right? Um, demon possession, um, they have a few... Uh, examples in the Bible about um, people being possessed by the devil. Um, and and um, I believe it's in Luke. Um, it, was, it was a man that would continually break the chains um, because he was possessed by a devil, right? And he was strong. Um, and, and he kept breaking out of him and he I guess, ran off into a cave, right? Um, so being possessed, because um, I, I want to um, give you the difference between possession and oppression. Now let's just, let's talk about possession first. Okay, well, possession, possession is when demon influence or the a demonic spirit takes you over from the inside, because he has uh, the ability and, and the invitation to come in and control your life completely. So, and, and, and 
one of one of the examples in the Bible, um, one of one of the examples that that's given when um, when we're talking um, about demon demon possession in the Bible, um, there were believers, there were individuals that were possessed, and they would uh, convulse. You know, and they would shake, and and you know that demon would would make them do crazy things. Uh, there's one little boy, I believe, um, uh, that would be flipping, he'd be flopping all over into a fire. Um, um, I mean, they just there's no control when you're possessed. There's no control, and they don't have the power to get rid of what's controlling them, right? And um, you would see a lot of, in, in being possessed, you would see a lot of involuntary movement in the body, um, foul odors in the body um, that that um, is being, is happening because they are being taken over from within, right? Like they, they don't have no control. That is possession, that's demon possession. And, and, and that is for, Unbelievers, unbelievers um, are uh, unbelievers and people that, you know, lost people, um, they can be possessed by a, a demon. All right. I want to go back into a little bit more about when we're talking about demons, just a little bit more about how demons operate. Oh, that's, that's, that's good. Demon operates uh, with the same pattern that devil operates i mean you know for 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 if i'm the general um if i'm following um um christ so to speak i'm, I'm following christ well i go to his prescribed order right uh, whatever um in scripture whatever god tells me to do um according to scripture i do that right because i'm following Christ. Well, it's the same same notion. One Genesis, Genesis chapter three verses one to five, it talks about the encounter with Eve and the serpent, right? And so in that, the devil moves in his same three. Here's a, a three step that he does, and 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 so demons use that three steps, and the three steps are. Um, one, they undermine the word of God, right? They undermine the word of God. And how does that look? We, well, Eve told the devil, hey, listen, uh, the word says, or God says, you, we can't eat of this tree. And then the devil said, surely, he didn't, he didn't say that. Surely you could eat the tree. He undermined the, the truth. And that is, is exactly what the devil uh, does he, he undermines the truth? He tries to make it. Uh, he, he 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 twists the truth. He twists the word of God, and so when he twists it, it, it becomes a lie. We all know that 
half truth is just a whole lie, right? And then um, another thing they do, they deny the reality of death. What does that mean? Well, Eve said, listen, if I eat this, I'm going to die. He said, surely you won't die. He, he, he caused doubt in her mind. She knew what God said or what her husband told her that God said. But he came in and he undermined um, the reality of death. And he said, like most people in this day and age, you know, um, we like to say reincarnation or, or you know, he tried to, to make death seem a little bit lighter than what it really is. Or And the, the reality, the true reality uh, is that we we all have to go. We, we all have to shed this um, this body. And, and that's the reality of it. And, that, and the debt that, that, they, that God was talking about was even more severe than our physical debt. It was talking about a spiritual debt. You eat of that and you will spiritually just be out of it, right? So um, that's the second thing that the devil does. He denies the reality of death. The third thing that that the third thing that the, that the demon does or the devil does, because they're just following after him. The third things that the, the devil and the demons do is they appeal to our pride. They appeal to our vanity. What does that look like? Well, same thing in that same uh, passage of scripture. Um, the devil said, listen, God, just, he, he knows if you eat of that tree, you're going to be just like him. And just think about that in terms of today's world, right? In today's world, in today's society, um, everybody tell you, you know, you are a God. You know, you you can do this. You can you can do that. You you are powerful, and, and they they appeal to our vein. They appeal to our pride. They appeal to our pride, and they make us believe that we have the, the same capabilities of God Almighty. And and so that was appealing enough for Eve to go against what God said. And it's the same thing that the devil and his minions does to us. It does, it's, it's the same trick. It, like the devil can't entice me with, um, let, let's just say, he can't entice me with, with, with doing drugs. I don't do drugs. I don't like drugs. I don't like taking aspirin, right? But if he come and he give me, you know, dangle some, some cars in front of me, or, you know, that might be appealing to me, you know, the, the new Maybach, right? I'm just, I'm joking. But you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, the, the enemy, he is the same. That's how the demons operate. They they will distort the truth of God. They will, um, what's the second one I said? They will the, um, deny they, the reality. Deny the reality of the death, making people think there ain't nothing going to happen to you. You can you can steal this this one time. You, nothing, you, you. You're, you're fine. You're, everything is going to be all right. And then the third thing and the last thing that they use, that, that same prescribed all that they use, is appealing to our vanity, to our pride, making us think that we can, you know, we are better than or more than we truly are. And, um, and, and that's how they operate. Does that answer your question a little bit? Yeah. 
That does answer my question. Okay. So is it possible for a Christian, someone that says, you know, they believe in uh, Jesus Christ, is it possible for them to be demon possessed? No, it's not. It, it, it's, it's definitely not. Um, in in uh, the book of the book of Ephesians, um, it tells us in a one and thirteen, it says that um, um, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Talks about us being sealed with the Holy Spirit. So if you're sealed with a seal of the Holy Spirit. They can only influence you. Remember when I was talking about being possessed, how how the how the enemy goes inside of the believe of the unbeliever and control every part of them. Well, here you have the Holy Spirit because you got to understand the Holy Spirit and demonic things can never go together. You you can't have the Holy Spirit living in you. You can't be sealed with the Holy Spirit and then have um, and then have the the the, the devil um, coming in and living. They, they can't occupy the same building. Do you understand yeah, that? Nice. And so and so we're sealed with a seal. But this probably would be a, a you know time for uh, there is a but. What's the but? <laughs> but we can be demonically influenced or oppressed. So can what is demonic oppression? Demonic oppression is is when the devil or the demon um, goes with those tactics and those tricks on the outside, not fully controlling you, but making you act like you're not a believer, making you act contrary to who you are, using those things that you um, are, are, you know still find appealing maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, where they use that to really destroy. Remember, the devil or the enemy, an evil spirit will always take you further than you're willing to go. And so being demonic oppressed is is the enemy placating on, on your shortcomings, right? On your weaknesses and, and, and having this way. And the more we allow the enemy to have his way, the stronger that influence gets in the life of a believer. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Amen. So we're gonna talk about some signs of what are some signs, right? That 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 you could be dealing with demonic oppression. And so we're gonna just jump right into it. Uh, but one thing I do want to stress is um, as we're talking about the signs of demonic oppression. I'm not talking about, you know, you're going through, you know, one thing, um, you know, happening once. We're talking about chronic, repetitive cycles that you go through. And, and it's, it's, it's very important that we stress mm -hmm. that because some some people, as we go, um, as we get deeper into this, people may have experienced, you know, one thing over another. And, they, you know, and then they're like, well, they saying I'm I'm demonically oppressed. no. The key word here is chronic, chronic, chronic. I wish I had a bell to ring chronic <laughs> because this is something that always takes place. This is this, it never changes. Every time you find yourself in, in a situation, in a similar situation, it's always the same ending, right? Chronic, chronic. That's important for us to remember that as we, we go through 
some of these signs of demonic oppression? So poverty is one sign of demonic oppression. And when people think about poverty, they just think about finances. But poverty destroys more than finances. This spirit literally sucks the life out of our creativity, our opportunities of advancement, and our ability to generate any wealth that will last. And so some signs that you may be dealing with um, demonic oppression in the area of poverty includes the inability to find a job, no matter how qualified you are, uh, the unexplainable and assess excessive need to just spend money, uh, you comfortable living in a filthy or unclean environment, and also the um, inability to settle down, you just keep moving from place to place. So you, if you chronically dealing with these things, that could be a sign of the, you know, uh, demon oppression Amen. in the area of poverty. So it's not all about finances. Amen. And that that it's a mind state, right? If if if, if God has allowed you to um, advance just a little bit in life, but you're finding yourself dealing with the same same thing over and over. That, that could be, you know, what it is. We see people, you know, they have opportunity to, to live better, talk better, walk better, do better, but they find themselves right, you know, with the same um, mind frame, poverty minds, you know, and, um, you know, that, that, that might be a clear indicator that that's, you know, that you're suffering from that. Another, um, Another um, sign of demonic oppression is uh, cycles of defeat. You know, regardless of how, how hard the individual may try, uh, things go well for them for a little bit and then they fall, start to fall apart again. And so when blessings come, they become paranoid and start looking over their shoulders because they know that their victory is short lived or they may feel like, OK, this is too good to be true. Just going through a constant cycle of just feeling defeat. Amen. That definitely could be a sign of um, demonic oppression. Amen. And just like uh, brother brother Dave just chimed in, um, that is true. He said uh, he said that's caused by improper faith um, in Christ. That that is the truth. But right now we're just talking about some of the signs. We're trying to you know get people to understand that if um, if they you know, if they see these chronic signs, it means that they, they might be demon oppressed, you know? Yeah. yeah, no, I understand the point, but I mean, I feel like, you know, you can have faith and still be dealing with demonic oppression. Does that, you know, make sense yeah. what I'm trying to say? I don't think it have anything to do with the lack of faith that someone may have. Well, um, do you understand what I, I'm trying I, to say? Maybe I'm not explaining it correctly. No, I definitely understand, but, but Having a proper faith in Christ um, is is the cusp, is the central centrality of all victory. And we gonna, we we the thing is we get. I don't want to get put the heart before the, the, right. the carriage. So so you're, you're definitely you're definitely right. Um, you're definitely right. Um, but if you have your faith rooted and grounded in Christ, you leave little room for the devil to come in. So, so that statement is okay. good, but it, but it's, it's not. Right. That, that's coming in at the end. Amen. I get it. <laughs> well, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to um, continue on signs of demonic oppression. Amen. Amen. See you in a minute. 
Express your personal style and declare your faith with Consuming Fire Apparel. We offer quality, custom apparel for the entire family in a variety of styles and colors. Make a statement and stand out from the crowd with Consuming Fire Apparel. Visit us online today at cfireapparel.com. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. At Temple of Grace Faith Center, we believe traditions are not as important as a healthy relationship with Jesus Christ. We focus on God's word and all he has to teach about his kingdom. Love and unity is a priority to us because we understand that discipleship is essential in the kingdom of God. Our doors and our hearts are open to you no matter who you are. If you've been thinking, praying, searching, and hoping for a place to belong, then Temple of Grace Faith Center is the place for you. If you come as a visitor, we hope that you will leave as a friend who's been blessed by worshiping with us. Please join us every Sunday at 11.30 a.m. in person at 10849 Kinghurst Drive, Suite 100, Houston, Texas, 77099. Or join us on Facebook Live at TOGFC15. Bible study is in person each Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m. Visit us online today at www.togfc.org. And don't forget to mention... Stunner Radio sent you. The Grace Talk. Um, so we were talking about signs of... Uh, ...oppression. And so... Um, about the demonic uh, oppression as, as well. So it says that you can, there's a sense that uh, your life is limited, you know, no matter how uh, far you, how your life is limited to how far you can go in life. For example, you know, you could be at a job for 20 years, but never advance. Then in the same position for 20 years, they rent, but never buy. Uh, demonic bearers prevent them from ever advancing past the predetermined level. So that can definitely be a sign of, of uh, limitations can be a sign of demonic oppression. Another sign of demonic, um, another sign of demonic oppression could be chronic delay. You know, delay specializing in sending setbacks and hindrance to frustrate a person right uh, at the brink of their breakthrough, right at the point where they're about to break through. Uh, just like the spirit of rejection, uh, delay is a spirit that all demonic entities use. Delays can be sent by God, however, uh, you know that God is not a part of your delay by the restlessness in your spirit versus in your spirit, man, versus your flesh. Amen. Amen. These are, are very good. And, and and remember that how what we said about how the demons work for, for one, they've you know, they, they've been the truth, um, the truth of God's word Two, um they they uh, placate on on. Um, on on uh on the truth of god i said that already and what was the other one they uh, they deny um the reality of death the consequences sometimes right and then they appeal to uh human vanity and so in these that we're reading uh, that we're reading now like the the 
is, and, and some of those things are caused by the lie we believe. You know what I mean? Like I'm like not advancing in the job. You don't you don't take the initiative in the job, and so you don't never get an advancement because you believe the lie that the enemy told. Right. And so a lot of this stuff is 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 through um, demonic oppression. The well and we keep faith area in you know in certain areas and we don't want to uh jump out in faith because um there is a lack of because of the, the particular lie. Okay, you can continue. Well, the next that. two points I want to bring up uh definitely talks about uh the, the demonic realm. So I just want our listeners to know that you know if they not aware that and I know we kind of touched on it, but demons are real. Yeah. You know, this is definitely the spirit world is re real, just like angels are real. Demons are definitely real. Yeah. Um, and so another sign of, of demonic oppression is demonic, demonic hauntings. Uh, many people who experience demonic hauntings initially feel as though. Crazy. Some people report, you know, you may feel like somebody's touching you. Although no one is there, hearing mysterious footsteps and voices in your home and hearing your name to, you know, to call it only to figure out or discover like no one's there. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, I'm not trying to be spooky, but just saying that, you know, demons are real. And this and this is real life stuff that happens. Also, uh, demonic dreams, having uh, horrific nightmares or seeing, you know, demons in your dreams or even dreaming of death or seeing coffins. Um, those are real and definitely could be a sign of uh, demonic oppression. Uh, again, um, the same thing. We we are filled. Um, we we understand that the Holy Spirit is real. We understand that that the um, the Holy Spirit is a real thing, and and you know different things um, happen by way of the Holy Spirit, miracles and blessings, and. Um, and you know God's divine intervention. If we believe those things are real, we have to equally believe that these um, these things, no matter how unpleasant they are to hear or to know, they are real. Um, you know, and so as we go along, it, it gets it gets better. Just wait till the end; it gets better. But you know, these are definitely real. And and you know, for those that experience these things so far. If you've seen yourself in these chronic um, patterns, know that you are not crazy, that, um, that the spiritual realm is very much real. Yeah, and I think it's important to talk about because some of these things I feel like people don't even realize that, that that's tied to demonic oppression, right? right? So I definitely think this is important to talk about. Uh, but chronic accidents, always getting into accidents, you know, prone to accident, no matter, you know, what, it seems like the cycle never ends or, you know, they barely escaped or they felt like they should have died somewhere. Um, always having things like house fires, broken bones, car accidents seem to be a normal part of your life. That can definitely be a sign of yeah, I, and, and again, oppression. these things don't just come out of thin air either. Um, they come from you believing that thing, having a second guess your every move. You know, just being honest, like it, the, the enemy is cunning. He, you know, he he will lie to us and make us believe that that we're we're clumsy, mm -hmm. or and then you know, or are we not? You know, 
I'm always second guessing ourselves. Should I go right? Should I go left? And then we, we end up fixed. Right. You know. So. And again, though, we're still we're talking about chronic things, not chronic, someone chronic. that's you know. This is we're talking about somebody that's always going through these cycles, not mm -hmm. you know something just one offs, but uh, right. addiction. It's a big one. Addiction is um, driven by desires that, you know, you just can't control. So no matter how strong the willpower in their life seems to be, the drive to do wrong, to do wrong, just overpowers them. Right. Mm -hmm. And addiction, when we talk about addiction, they can come in any form. Yeah. It can come in sex. It can come in drugs, food, shopping. TV, internet, right? Gambling. Mm -hmm. um, but we're talking about demonic oppression. So regardless of the medical or scientific reasons that are that um, science is used to explain addictions, right? As believers in Christ, we we should know that nothing has the right to control us. All right. And 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 again, all of these things, um, this is the centrality of, of, of all this is understanding that part. That that no thing. Then the next minute, you know, they're they're down. Their life is just a roller coaster. So some signs of uh, demonic emotional turmoil could be uh, unjustifiably just taking offense to everything. Right. Always, you know, uncontrollable jealousy and, and envy. envy, you know, mm -hmm. feeling lonely even when you're surrounded by uh, people that love you. Yeah, we, we I mean, that, and that is, man, that is, just think about that. Like, you're always jealous and and. You have no reason to be. You're always thinking, think, thinking the worst. Um, I, I mean, that's no way to live. It, it, you know, just thinking, you know, the worst of people when they genuinely uh, show you that they love you and they care about you. That that has to be, you know, oppression, right? That has to be something that 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 needs to be dealt with. You know, yeah. So yeah, that I mean, that is that's a thing. Um, that believers have to really, really pay attention to because even in ministry, you know, you're God fearing people, and they, you know, and they, they the results are, you know, bickering, and and you know, this one jealous of that one, they didn't sing this song right, and you know, and 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 you know, you would think that we were, you know, mature enough, but there's something that greater working there. There's something greater mm -hmm. looming there that right. we not we not we don't often um, think about. It's demonic oppression, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we, you know, this is this is very very real. And and you know, believers believers truly need to know this because you know, if if we allow, um, if we allow the enemy in, um, he can wreak havoc in our lives in a life that that. Christ already um, pieced together. He already um, placed things in his proper way, but then we we allow our vain imaginations to take over. We allow 
um, you know, any of these things that we said so far, we allow that to, to come in and just dismantle everything that God already has done on the cross. Amen. Amen. Another sign uh, is unexplainable chronic health issues. You mm -hmm. know, seems like, you know, they're always sick, you know, spend just as much of uh, amount of time at the doctor's office as they do anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And so uh, some, some examples include like, you know, sickness that appeared the overnight and has absolutely no medical explanation whatsoever. Uh, also a pattern of the same sickness and disease in the in the family. Mm -hmm. And the you know, everyone in the family, you know, for example, has this disease or that. Uh, also feeling worn out and tired no matter how much rest you get. Mm -hmm. Those also could be, you know, signs of um, you know, unexplainable chronic health issues uh, related to demonic oppression. Yeah, and and, and and again, the key word here is chronic. And another key word in this particular incident is um, unexplainable. unexplainable. Like not 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 something that the doctor says, okay, you have this or you have that, but somebody that's, that's going in and nobody can find out what's wrong, right? I mean, there's there's no medical answer for for what you have um that could be demonic oppression again a lie it could be a lie right that the enemy has told you and you believe and it oppresses you it makes any time you get a call from and 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 the underlying the underlying thing here is is you know paranoia mm -hmm. in in that sense you know is it you know so a man thinks so is he, so is he. And so, and, and, and I'm not saying that, I'm talking about chronic. I'm not talking about you right. getting All sick. of this is chronic, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. not talking about one thing again. I think we, you know, just to reiterate, this is chronic, repetitive behaviors, uh, mm -hmm. behaviors and patterns in your life. Uh, also chronic rejection, you know, unjustifiably being unjustifiably uh, suspicious or distrustful. Uh, you know, thinking that everywhere you go, somebody jealous of you, mm -hmm. you know, just feeling rejected. Um, and when you ask them why, they can't even really explain because they don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, they often feel that their accomplishments are overlooked or watered down by others or feel forgotten or invisible to the world. And um, Brother Dave just preached today and he said that, you know, people are always talking about the haters. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I hate to bust people's bubble, but you know, you're not that special. Yeah, right. Most like, people don't care like that. Yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, and I'm not saying that people don't hate that other people don't be used by the enemy, but we can't we can't allow that particular thing to um, to drive us, right? Like, you know, people will they will hate you for the for for his name's sake. If you, you know, if that if that is the case, then that that's what it is. But you know, we can't sit and, and you know worry about who doing what, and you know that's that's bad. You know, that's because if you if I'm concentrating on 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 somebody that may or may not be hating on me, then you know I'm I'm not busy enough in Christ. You know, Amen. You know, so. Uh, you know, I'm just saying, it, it, yeah, people just really believe that, you know, they, they was, they was that thing that, you know, that uh, God created and everybody going to just, you know, just hate them. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that, 
that don't have them, but we can't we can't focus on that. All right. We can't focus on that at all. You know, people are going to do what they're going to do. They're going to be um, influenced by whom they're going to be influenced by. We have to uh, we have to be focusing on on our call, on what Christ called us to do. We have to focus on him and what he's already done and the victory and the liberty that he's already afforded us. But, uh, yeah. Chronic family dysfunctions. You know, you go into the family gathering, family event is always ending in fighting and argument and, you know, cussing, ratchet music, drugs and alcohol. Um, God is not the center of the family and there is no unity. You know, family is filled with cliques, you know, uh, well, I have this and you don't have this, you know, just chronic dysfunction in the family. They can definitely also be a sign of uh, demonic oppression. Yeah. And then, and even in that sense, you know, God has given you common sense to, to, to move around, to do something better than that. You know, you know, uh, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, we want the approval of, of people we call family and people that we love. And, we, you know, we want to uh, be with, but um, that's a sign. If, if this is always the case and you're part of it, that could be demonic oppression, you know, part of it. You know, we have like 15 minutes and, and there is so much more here that we can we can talk about, but I would like to, if you don't mind, I'd like to focus in on on how, um, how, how do we combat this thing? Okay. Because you know, I, we've given you signs of, you know, chronic um, behaviors and patterns of demonic oppression. But what does the word say about how to defeat this? Because I understand that, that Christ has died for my sins, past, present, and future. I, I understand that, that I'm free, but if I'm a believer, a true believer, how can he oppress me? You know, how can he oppress me? One, I would like to say, uh, the Bible tells us to not uh, give the enemy room or opportunity to come into our life. Um, and, and through what he's done, we have victory over all things, right? Um, I like it in uh, um, Ephesians 6 and 11. It tells us to put on the whole armor of God. And it tells us that because uh, in that particular passage, um, 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 I think it's uh, 11 to 16. Let me look. It tells us uh, to, uh, I like it when it says, it says, for we wrestle not against, in 12, sorry, 6 and 12. And then it goes on. We wrestle on, well, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, and of spiritual weaknesses, uh, weakness in high places. And then I like this. It says, "Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all, to stand." Stand therefore, having your loins girded about with the truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield 
of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts. Tis above all, taking the shield of faith. That's where I want to get. Can you break that down and explain it a little more? Your faith. It has to be rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ to shut all of these things down. And your faith has to be rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ and him alone. God truly don't need our help. He just, he needs, is is his prescribed orders, is the way he intended things. There's only one way to victory, and that's through his son, Jesus Christ, and what his son did, faith in what he's done. We have to believe that. We have to allow God to be God in our lives, truthfully. Um, some people believe in Jesus and, and, you know, well, he's wonderful and he's, he's just amazing and, and, and he died and they, and they, and they worship him on a, just on the surface. But it's also not that he did miracles and not that he was kind and not that it was, he was just a loving God, but he did something. He died on the cross and he took all sin on himself to pay a price that we should have paid. Amen. Right? And because he did this, we are free. And all we have to do is keep our focus on him. The more we focus on Jesus, the closer we get to him. He says, draw nigh unto me, I'll draw nigh unto you. When we do that, when we truly do that, we can shut the devil down. The Bible also tells us that we should resist the enemy and he should flee. Remember when Jesus was on the mount, was, was, was being tempted by the enemy, and the, the enemy came with some propositions and told him, said, hey, if you're really the son of God, see that same three trick he was trying to do, you know, trying to deny the truth and trying to appeal to uh, vanity and trying to... Uh, um, uh, make light of death, right? When when Jesus was there with the with Satan, only thing he did was give him the word, the word of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? The the, the only thing that he did was give him the word of God. He stood on the word of God. His faith. His prescribed order. And that's where our victory be. All we have to do is tell those demonic uh, minions, get behind me, say, now plead the blood of Jesus. Okay? I mean, we have to really believe that we have that kind of victory. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will do what? Flee. Flee. 
Amen. And I mean, you know, that's that's definitely true. And we, we do have to do that. And I mean, the point of showing those or talking about the signs of demonic oppression wasn't to be doom and gloom. But, you know, you have to be aware and have knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you can't be discouraged because even if you did see yourself in some of those examples uh, on being demonic, you know, some signs of demonic oppression, um, you know, we know that we can break free as Jesus promised it, that the, the work of the enemy is no match for the, the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I, I like in um, uh, 1 John 4 and 4, it says, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome him because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that it is in the world. Like God is, we, we are victorious because we believe and trust in the finished work of Christ. We believe that, we trust in it. And the, and the devil has no room. He has no room. And, and we just have to believe that. We have to stand fast. On, on the word of God. We have to stand fast on our faith. Um, I love this, man. Uh, uh, first first um, Peter 5 and 9 says, resist him steadfast in the faith. See that? Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. We're not alone in certain areas, but um, this one, we all we have to do is stand uh, firm in, in our faith in Christ, and he, he's going to take care of all those things. I, I promise you. I mean, I, I've had my uh, my share of, of seeing those uh, chronic patterns in my life, and it was only um, through faith in Christ that those things were destroyed because they're lies. They're empty lies. Amen. And that's all that that's all the, the enemy wants us to, to he wants us to live uh, in fear and believe the lie. But all we have to do is just stand strong in Christ. That's it. We just have to resist him. I, I rebuke you, devil. I rebuke you. And and we just have we have to mean it. We have to truly, truly mean that. And 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 he has no uh, authority in our life. Amen. And we have to take it, you know, one step at a time if we do uh, recognize that we are oppressed in some areas. Amen. As you said, we, we have to, you know, just take it one day at a time, pray, you know. Yeah. And it's very, amen. And it's very easy when we recognize these chronic patterns or, or, or any of these things. Man, we have to first acknowledge those things, repent um, if we allow the enemy to come in in any kind of way. Right and seek and, and 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 focus our gaze, lock in, uh, tunnel vision on Jesus, and keep it there. And just just keep it there. It's that easy. It's that simple. We have to have faith rooted and grounded in Jesus and His finished work. His finished work is the key. Why? His finished work is the key because. It brings about gratitude. Gratitude in what way? When we focus on, on what Christ has done, we're grateful. When I'm grateful, I'll do anything. Yeah. When I'm grateful, I'll do anything. 
if I'm, you know, I'm just saying that's what that's what the cross will do when we're grateful, when we look at what he's done. We'll be obedient. Amen. We'll be obedient. Right. Well, I enjoyed my day today. I hope um, that we we've covered this um, and I hope uh, we've exposed uh, some of these patterns. And uh, I pray that, that uh, we all can kind of look at those things and, and, you know, and get this thing together because God really wants us to, to walk in victory. He doesn't want us to be defeated by the enemy. We are supposed to enjoy this life in Christ. There is liberty here in Jesus. And, um, I, you know, we got a few moments um, before the show is over. And I just want to say if there's anyone out there who's, who's suffered in, in this way, who's experienced some of these things that we um, discuss here, just know that your victory is in Jesus Christ. And just, just focus in on him. He loves you. He's already done that finished work. It's already been provided for you. All we have to do is believe. We have to trust and believe. Everything else will follow. Everything else will follow. Your faith is what God requires. Amen. And you brought up a good point about just uh, even, you know, signs of demonic oppression, right? That all starts in the, the mind. Mm -hmm. You know, um, mm -hmm. definitely your mind can be your battlefield. So you have to speak against these things, you know, when you see these patterns come up in your life. Just start to rebuke them and speak against them. Amen. 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 Any other thoughts that you have? Um, I have so many I can talk for hours. You're going to ask me a question. No, you can just answer questions. Well, I, um, I, again, um, know this, Romans 8 and 9. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. The devil cannot live in you if you are in Christ. Resist him. And he will flee. He will resist him. Resist him. Resist him. Amen. 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 God bless you. I pray that you enjoyed yourself uh, with us today. And our time is just about up. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode of Grace Talk.